Good evening, everybody. Welcome to Pub Table Racers, episode number, I think, 30, 31? Yeah, we're up there. We're up there. We're getting there. We're almost getting up to that. Getting that label right here. Get your label right. Uh, getting up to the big toes there. So, uh, welcome. Thanks for tuning in tonight. Uh, we got a lot going on before we get started. My name is Tim Packman. Shark track background, NASCAR background, announcing, writing, broadcasting, public relations. Sitting next to me is my co-host, Warren Brussel. And the co-owner. <laughs> <laughs> Beach pub, pub Table Racers and the website pubtableracers.com. Uh, well, Warren, we have in front of us, like we always do, a ice cold ice bucket. Cold. Ice cold. Ice cold. Ice cold bucket. I think. Why? Why do we have that ice cold bucket? Uh, because we uh, both worked for Bobby Allison, yeah. which was his beer and still his beer. Still his beer. Yes, it is. And he's our childhood hero. Right. And our, our hero now, even. So. And, um, I'm going to name drop. I had dinner with him tonight, and we had a Miller High Life together. Pictures on there. Take a drink of that. I got to take a drink of that. I know. I'm sorry. I don't mean to jerk there. Mm. That's good tonight. All right. That's kind of tasty. We can roll. We can roll. All right. Um, this show is brought to you by, as you can see, the back of the computer, Lake Norman Patio and Game Rooms on Brawley School Road in Mooresville, right by uh, Canvas Back and o. Go see Brad and JoJo. And I think Patrick's back there working. New supplies coming in. The game rooms downstairs. You got to go see everything they have down there. Pool tables, hockey, foosball, a bunch of new stuff coming in. Go see them. So we appreciate uh, him. We have Mike Wallace joining us. Wahoo. Air hockey. Bender, air hockey. Um, <laughs> and uh, Bender, Wahoo. So Zoanne, uh, Zoanne got her tumbler. And speaking of, um, check out our website, pubtableracers.com. A new story went up today about Talladega. And also, you know what? The good thing is, we have merchandise, like koozies and hats and right. shirts, like orange here in there. And we got the tumblers came in, so go check it out. Uh, get yourself a nice uh, something there. And besides, we don't want to beg, but we need it for beer money, right? Yeah, beer, beer money. Beer money. Strictly all this goes We to. make absolutely nothing on this. Right, thing. nothing. Just, yeah, we get it to you. So. We're, we're struggling artists. Yeah, man to Starving man. artists. Starving. <laughs> How about the artist part? We're struggling. We're struggling. We're struggling. <laughs> hey, yeah, Troy Prince, the garage sharp, snarkies right. in. A ginger baker rust, my sister Cheryl Darna. Wow, we got all the all the superstars are in here today. Troy Prince, DI Troy eight, Prince, DI eight guy, eight guy. That's yeah. right. Um, all right, before we get started, um, a little sad note. Uh, this past weekend, we lost JJ Damato. Uh, I've known him for twenty years. He started NASCAR licensing, worked at uh, Joe Gibbs Racing. Uh, he was playing uh, street hockey. That's how him and I met. We bonded over hockey. When I first started. Uh, he uh, passed away, had Artak passed away. So tonight we're going to dedicate this show to JJ. Godspeed, my friend. Yeah, I got a guy that just passed away from RCR also, Eddie Lowry. He oh, really? was a longtime oh. NASCAR guy. Okay. Um, he, super nice guy. We're, been, in, been in sport forever. Um, and yeah, he passed away. I, I, I'm not sure if it was uh, okay. yesterday or day before. Cheers. But yeah, cheers to Eddie. He's probably happy we're drinking a beer. Okay, so to those guys. And he, Godspeed. Was, uh, he worked with Adam Petty. Oh wow! Yeah, that's yeah. Chris um, Chase and stuff. They, 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 they all know. All right, that's cool. Um, and by the way, happy birthday to my mom tomorrow. So happy birthday, mom! Uh, you're tuned in. Love you. Thanks no, for it. Cheers, cheers to mom. That's right. I'm gonna get my ass whipped. Have to fill this bucket. <laughs> <laughs> I have to fill this bucket. That's right. That's putting right. a kid out of destroying the world. There. All right, here we go. Tonight's show. Should we have one more, just quick? For what? Happy birthday, Mike Braley turned 50. Oh, yeah, he went to his birthday party. <laughs> I went to a surprise party. Uh, Braley wanted to know, we're going to go live. We're going to go live. He wanted to go live for his birthday. So, um, good time. Thanks for inviting us.
Hey everybody, this is Tim and Warren from Pub Table Racers. A lot of you have been asking, hey, what other merchandise do you have? We have hats, t-shirts, stickers, kids books. We have it. Let's just show them, Warren. Show them the hats real quick. Hats. So they're the white, vented, right. back, snap back, trucker style. And they come in what? small, medium, and large. Depending how you snap them, that's good. Uh, also, we have our black t-shirts, Pub Table Race t-shirts in large, extra large, and double XL. Warren, we also have left. Which ones we have? These are the Heather Gray. The Heather beautiful Gray. Heather Gray. Very soft. Nice. It's good. So I have, have one those on. We have, you have one it's on. My tonight. favorite. That's it. We have those available. Also, uh, people ask about the uh, children's book I wrote, award-winning award -winning children's book. I can say that. This is the paperback version, uh, and this is the activity book for kids, and you can see that. And also, what do we have brand new, Warren? Stickers. Stickers. Three bucks, you can get a sticker, you can put it on your, your notebook, car, notebook your your motorcycle, motorcycle. Your, right, sure. Your, your, you can put it on your bucket of beer, whatever you right. want to do. We don't care. So uh, check us out. It's on the website. Uh, the store's right there. Log in, order. We'll ship it right to you. So there you go, folks. Pub Pub Racers. 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 Merchandise. Thanks. Now we're ready? <laughs> yeah. Now we're ready. Okay. You did. He just come up with stuff to uh, toast to. That's great. All right. So tonight we're going to talk about... Um, Talladega, Trucks, Xfinity, um, and then the cup finish, yellow lines, things like that. And then our guest tonight will be um, Jeff Clark, a longtime member. He's worked with Ernie Irvin, Ken Irwin, Davey Allison, Dale Jarrett, Dale Jr. Now he's the executive vice president. Steve Park. Steve Park, I'm sorry. And now he's the executive vice president, Roush Yates Engines. Correct? Correct. Big, big power. That's big a, power. Big power. That's right. Um, so let's talk about, oh, news. We got some news. Uh, announced today, uh, Alex Bowman slides to the forty-eight. Slides to the forty-eight. Slides. Slides to the forty-eight. Now people say, "Oh, that means Larson's going to the eighty-eight." But what if I threw some speculation out there? Because I have no there? idea what's going on. Over okay, there. they might get rid of the eighty-eight and they might bring back the five. And so you'd put Larson, so he'd have a whole new number. If he goes there, a whole new number. Rebrand him. Rebrand him. Start over with that. We're a sponsorship. Right. But he's been, you know, hanging with Jim Campbell from Chevrolet, doing different diversity things. And by the way, go to KyleLarsonRacing.com. He wrote an awesome, awesome... Um, essay. Essay. That's a good word to put. That's essay. What, Thank I, you. That's what I read. Okay. Call it. And, um, and it just pretty much explains everything he's been through, how he feels uh, since his suspension and what he's aware of now, so it, it's kind of very telling of you know what he went through and everything, and where he is now, so go check that out. All right, so that's the news on that, because they just moved Chad Canals into upper management. So they're clearing the way for everything, for a new driver, crew chief combination, right. maybe number, sponsor. Maybe a new beginning. New beginning. And you know what? People deserve second chances. It's not what you do, it's what you do afterwards. That's what I was saying. All right, so that's that. Talladega, truck race. Uh, Saturday was at 1 o'clock. Um, they wrecked early. Wrecked um, late. Wrecked, wrecked late. The middle. Yeah, they wrecked in the middle. Uh, last lap, white flag flies. Stuart Frieden is leading. Uh, we know if you're leading on the last lap, it doesn't always work out for you, Talladega. Uh, he gets jostled, gets up, brushes the wall, he falls back. Right. And Raphael Lassard, who? Raphael Lassard, French Canadian out of Quebec, um, just moved here this year to run for Kyle Bush Motorsports. Gets the victory after they froze the field. Because the wreck was behind. Because the wreck behind. Yeah. The wreck was happening, and they froze the field, so thus he was declared the win. Right. It, I don't even want to get into the rules Got it. with okay. that. 
speedway stuff. I'll, I'll do it. Because it's just not. I understand. Uh, Who knows? Xfinity race. I had the tweet all set to go. Come to pub table races yeah. on Tuesday. Win on Saturday. Who wants to be on? What driver needs a win to be on yeah, pub table right. racers next? Yeah, Briscoe was. Briscoe. Win stage one. Win stage two. Leading on the last lap. Goes high and gets moved. You know, I'm, so I'm watching that race, and I said, as soon as he's the only Ford out there, you know, you're the, yeah. you're the lone wolf out there. Yeah. And I knew, I knew that the Chevrolets were not going to let, 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 let him win. Right. Let, you know. Yeah. So I'll say it like that. They weren't going to let him win. So they're, Greg, Gregson comes. They're just going to move you out of the way, and, yeah. and then you ain't got a prayer. And that's how it goes. <laughs> and then uh, Gregson gets in, gets in the back of the 98, sends him up. And then uh, once again, they freeze it again. And Justin Haley, right. before they get the start finish line, the finish is determined. Before they get to the state start finish line, Justin Haley wins his third, I think it was consecutive plate race. Yeah. Did they say he's tied with? The Earnhardt's. Uh, oh, yeah, he tied uh, yeah. Dale he Sr. Tied, and three in a row. Yeah. That's pretty good company. Yeah, not bad. Dale Sr. and Dale not Jr. He, he does a good job at them places. He does, and that's Collie Grayson right there. Then we get to Sunday. Sunday, we uh, record 13 cautions. Uh, towards the end, 21 car, Ford Power. Wood Brothers. Wood Brothers. Would have been your 100th win. Looking for that 100th win. Would have been Matt's first win. Right. He's been would have been pre a pretty good story. A great story. But he got up uh, high in the wall, saved it. And then when he came down, he made contact with the 24. He 24 goes below the yellow line. As that's going on, here comes the 11 of Denny Hamlin. Below the yellow line. Way below the yellow line. <laughs> um, they're coming out. He's way down there. No one's Apparently here. he's forced to slow the yellow line. Yellow line. But he can still pass but car. He yeah, pass car. No problem. We'll let everybody, you've seen the race, we'll make you make your own conclusion because well, if you're a Denny Hamlin, and I know plenty of guys on yeah, that team, so sure, yeah. I'm, I'm not going to, I'm not going to bash, right. I'd be happy. Sure, they're, they were very you good. Know, yeah. So I'm not going to be that guy, just you right. draw your own conclusions with that. Well, I was there years ago with, with the 01 car yeah. and Regan Smith, and he would have had to... Flip Tony Stewart upside down. To instead, he went below the yellow line, right. and they took the they took the win away from him. God. And either my opinion is either you take and say anything goes, right? Or if you touch it or go below it, we don't care what happened. Right. You're gonna lose two laps. Well, and yeah. you know, not just start at the back. You got to do something really detrimental. You got to deter that. Yeah. 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 Because a plate race, you go back to 21st, but two, three, four laps, right. and you right back. Right. Or, you know, hey, just get back in line where right. you can, right. and, and, you know, as long as you didn't pass anybody. And, sure. You know, it, so. Right. You so, got to have it one way or the other. So then, uh, the, as they're coming out of turn four, it's to better on the front. Uh, hey, uh, hey, um, Byron saves it, comes back up, and heats him. It's, what was it? Denny Hamlin comes up on the low side. Yeah. Then it's Byron, or, yeah, Byron, and then. To bet it down. And they drag race to start finish, and it's Hamlin by 0.213, something like that. Right. Zero, 0.0213 is your winner. Um, <laughs> the better down finishes second from what we saw. As if it wasn't bad enough that right. the win that Denny Hamlin did get penalized. And he did. He, 
Now all of a sudden he did. Okay, yep. If he got penalized, I'm just. This is just saying if he he didn't get penalized, he finishes second. And then DeBenedetto finishes second. Right. And then after the race, they, his interview on pit road was so emotional. Yeah. And everything he's been through. I guess there's something going up with this ride. And then later they say NASCAR says, "Oh, guess what? 21, you hit the 24. You forced him below the yellow. So we're going to dock you end of the tip. He has to go. He gets the 21st place finish. Yeah. Out of it. Yeah. Like, and there goes Hamlin now. I'm not going to say what, but if you listen to the fans when they were interviewing him, the yeah, they weren't happy. <laughs> they were happy booing him. You don't deserve it. You didn't win. Cheater. Oh my God, they're yelling. And then they're yelling. I was there. I, I was there one time. I, I think we should. I'll save it. Okay. I'll save it because I think our, yes, our guest was there. Perfect. Yeah. So that's what happened there. So, you know, Dale Jr. said right on the air afterwards, <clears> they just need to get rid of that yellow line. And then I think quickly he recanted that a little bit later. Um, Scott Miller said there's no problem. Uh, with NASCAR said there's no problem. And then... Yeah, and, if you're Danny and, Hamlin. If you're Danny, <laughs> and Danny Hamlin said that, the race goes, that's really not an issue. <laughs> huh? I mean, you know, Dale Jr. says that there, and Helen Keller's in the stands going, look at the 11. Um, so I'm not saying it was, you know, but, you know, it's my a, thing it's, is this it's an, issue for, it's an issue for some. Yes, it is, a lot. And when people are saying, get rid of the yellow line, Matt D got robbed, that's yeah. Chrissy Wyatt. Darnell, Matt got robbed. Uh, well, I'm just saying what our fans are saying, our viewers. Uh, should have been Matty D. Uh, hello from Florida, Jacqueline. That's Ginger. Um, Tommy, my issue is how long Denny was below the line. And you know what, Tom? There's a few people that said the yeah. same thing. So, anyhow, Denny Hamlin wins. Off we go. That's that. Hi, everybody. This is Tim Packman from Pub Table Racers coming to you from Lake Norman Patio and Game Room. I'm coming to you to one of their awesome, incredible pub tables. I'm here with the owner, Brad Doan. Brad, one of our uh, sponsors of the show. Brad, uh, let's take people around and show them exactly what it is you have here so great our, idea. our viewers and uh, website followers can know what you have to come down and get some of these great items. Fantastic idea, Tim. Okay, thank you. Okay, I'll take that. There you go, Brad. Thank you. Do it. Okay, where should we start, Tim? Well, it's your place. I think some of these outdoor tables are really nice. Yeah, this is one of our top sellers. That is all powder-coated cast aluminum. Okay, comes with four swivel bar stools. Gotta have the swivel. Gotta have the swivel. Actually, a nice footrest down below here. Demonstrate that. Uh, this is great 42 inch top with an umbrella hole for your nine foot umbrella. Perfect. Something like that is uh, available right away. And behind you here, you have this slowly. You have this uh, great Adirondack. It looks like an Adirondack chair. It is. Look to it. That's an Adirondack style bar chair. Again, mm -hmm. a swivel bar Perfect. stool, Tim. And that comes in many different color options. There's a few of the color samples right on top. It's marine grade polymer and uh, maintenance free, uh, lifetime warranty, Amish made, Tim, one of our best sellers. So all, all the weather elements withstands them all? Correct. Okay. Absolutely. Even blizzards? Yes. Got it. Because my friends in Buffalo are going to want them. We could ship to Buffalo. <laughs> <laughs> okay, here's a nice uh, outdoor fireplace, you call it? Well, that is a thing? propane fire pit, okay. Tim. Uh, commercial grade, high BTUs, all weather uh, unit. Of course, comes with uh, optional uh, colored glass, which we'll, we'll actually throw in and give you. Ooh. And many different options on seating around the fire pit. Very good. So the Adirondack chairs, like we see right here. Yeah, we Popular sell a ton of those. Let okay. me just go over here. We just got a, about 50 of these in the other day. 50 of them. 
These are folding Adirondack chairs with a lifetime warranty out of the marine grade polymer. Yes. Hey, what do we have outside here? Because this is uh, annual furniture, correct? Yeah, we have some different uh, pub tables and uh, bar tables outside, Tim. This one's nice. Everyone can sit right at it together. Yeah, that's a very nice uh, stainless steel. Mm -hmm. Of course, painted in any color you want. Uh, built in four seats. Perfect. Yeah, that's a wonderful More thing. More chairs on the top ones there. That's right. Those are very nice. Nice, nice suck. Uh, someone has a house on the lake absolutely that's one of our balcony chairs it's a little shorter than a standard bar chair and of course chase lounges all different color options on those 20-year warranty on the chase lounges okay. and then over here we have some really uh some umbrellas and look i see a bar yes you do one of the many bars that we sell tim this is a smaller one uh a four-footer comes with swivel bar stools and you can do any color combination Look at that. Oh, look That's at great. That. A footrest. Yeah, really great little unit. And uh, we sell a lot of those different colors. These are the bar hide chairs, Tim, in the poly. Those are nice. Very, very nice. So it's kind of like the Adirondack concept, but on a higher level. That's correct. As far as, you know, height goes? Yeah. Perfect. Look at this. You've got a great selection here, Brett. Thanks, Tim. Now, the downstairs, we won't go down there today, but what is it you have downstairs for people? Downstairs. Winter's coming up and people need to know... You know, what they can do. That's correct. Uh, full line of pool tables, shuffleboard tables. Uh, actually, we have a couple of the games up oh, here. There you go. Here's a uh, vintage bumper pool table that just came in. Mm -hmm. And uh, here's a video game over here with 60 arcade games built in. For sale. For sale. Oh. Everything in here is for sale. Okay. We do a lot of deep seating as well. Uh, sunbrella fabric, which is all weather. Perfect. And uh, lots of options here, Tim. All right. Well, do us a favor, pub table racers. Go to lknpatio.com. Check out all the great things. If you're in the Mooresville, Lake Norman area, come out on Zambrali School Road, near Canvas Back and Oak. Come in, see Brad and JoJo, and tell them pub table racers sent you. Thank you, Yes, Brad. Joe. Thanks, Tim. See you soon, everybody. Shall we? Yes, we shall. Okay. Now it's time for a very special guest. This guy has been, uh, I've known him for 18 years. He's been in sport a long time. Warren, we've all worked together yeah. at Dale Earnhardt Incorporated. Like we said, he's worked with Robert Yates uh, Racing and uh, during that time with Davey Allison, also with Ernie Irvin, also with Ken Irwin, Dale Jr. Now we said he's the Executive Vice President. Steve Parker. And Steve Parker. Sorry. We write that down. <laughs> okay, got it. I'm going to keep Thank you. That's fine. Right. Sorry, Steve. Because that's what I was on it. Right. Oh, that's what well. oh, <laughs> right. It comes back to Warren. So he's now the Executive Vice President of Roush Engines. Uh, Jeff Clark, come, come on, on. Right. save your seat here. Yes, sir. We, we, Jeff's so tall, we couldn't put him on the keg. Yeah, he's been bending down to get through some of my thresholds here. So, first of all, Jeff, thanks for coming on. Oh, appreciate it. Good seeing you. Appreciate awesome. it. Thank you, buddy. Um, can we offer you a nice cold beverage? Uh, in honor of Bobby Allison, sir. Heck yeah. Now, before we get started, um, so I did and I mentioned to Bobby that you were coming on. He goes, oh, Jeff Clark? Man, he really took care of Davey's engines when he was with him. So, just so you know, oh, wow. he, he remembered you and he remembered what you did for uh, Davey. So, cheers. All right. Well, then, cheers this thing. Cheers. 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 Yeah, cheers. cheers. Otherwise, Warren gets crappy texts from people. <laughs> Not cheers. Well, then you got Dan Lang and a drink. Yeah, love the show. Joey Bird. Okay. So, Jeff, um, first of all, how did you get your start? Let's start with that. So, uh, interesting story. Where's, where's home for you? Charlotte, North Carolina. Okay, is my so home. okay got it. Growing up in Charlotte, uh, when you change high school to your high school from middle school, you meet a whole new group of friends, right? Right. Well, we had a certain group of friends growing up from about sixth, seventh grade, were pretty tight, stayed together. And this new kid came to our school from another one, his name was Doug Gates. Right. And we we adopted him real quick. He fit right into our group, and we were all fast friends. Okay. 
from about time we were 15 years old. Um, we were younger than our friends. We're a day apart. So Doug is one day older than me. Okay. So he's always my older brother. <laughs> older brother and I'm the wilder, younger one. Got so, it. Okay. Right. So we, um, but past friends since uh, 10th grade and uh, all the mm-hmm. way through high school on to college. And then uh, post-college, you're starting to look for your jobs. He went right into racing. You know, he was an engineer uh, from NC State. Mm-hmm. Went into work with Robert in the engine department. Um, I was working in an insurance company for my family as an underwriter. So I'm behind a desk all day. But I love to go to the race shop. Sure. And growing up around yeah. it and always reading the reports on Monday, who won, who finished where, where Robert's cars we were just, you know, mm-hmm. going home about it. So long story short, um, I went over for that summer to paint the shop. And while I'm painting the shop, um, Jake Elder was our crew chief. Okay. And he said, son, get off that ladder. Come in the parking lot. I want you to try something. <laughs> I'm like, all right. We know where this is going. So uh, he said, guys, tell me you played little sports in high school and college. So we're going to see if you can be our jack man. He said, my current jack man is worn out. His back is hurting. Plus, he's our engine builder. He drives our truck. And his wife said, if we don't fix this, I may lose my job. So okay. we're going to try you out, kid. So had me run around the parking lot, do the laps around the car getting the rhythm of using the jack. And he said, all right, the stopwatch looks pretty good. Let me go get Robert. And this is a cool story. So he the, the Robert Yates, Robert Yates yes. comes out because this was his job. And I'm, I'm trying to take his job, which was kind of intimidating. So, and it, I'm still thinking this is Mr. Yates, you know, not used to calling him Robert. Sure. Yet. Right. So, uh, Robert said, go get a drink of water. When you come out, you go as hard as you can go. You're going to jack the right side up. You're going to drop it. I'm going to time you from dropping the right side to how fast you get to the left. So I'm like, all right, this is my shot, right? So car's up on the right, I drop it, I'm going around, and you're going so hard, you're kind of laid out like a water skier, right? Sure. And my feet come out from underneath me, man. <laughs> and I'm trying to save the jack, so I put my elbow down, I bounce off my elbow, and I get up, and I keep going, I finish the stop, arms bleeding. Yep. And he said, man, I think you got the job. And I'm like, what? He said, come up here, let me show you what happened. He said, when you went to get that drink of water, we put speedy drive on the car. And he you said, we, we knew you were going to fall. And he said, we wanted to see if you're going to cry by your oh elbow. Right. Or you're going to finish the stop. stop. Wow. wow. And he said, wow. you keep practicing, yeah. we'll give you a shot at the Daytona 500. Nice. And that was 1991, uh, first race, going over the wall at Daytona 500. That was so, your first race? Yes. And the driver was? Davey Allison. Oh, my gosh. Now, we sat in the pole, yeah. uh, running really well to about 8, 10 to go with uh, Earnhardt and Kyle. Mm-hmm. And we got a nice little tangle on the back stretch and didn't finish. Mm-hmm. Uh, the next year we did uh, we uh, we ran well ninety two won the five hundred with yep. Davy and that was uh, that was I was sold I was trying You're to find out how to go full time yeah. at that point perfect and that's what I ended up doing I ended up using the Jackman position kind of like a scholarship traded right. it to get a job in the engine department as a teardown guy washing parts docking shelves right. making oil lines all the stuff you do back then making a lot of money about. No, 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 no. Yeah, we actually, so that's the funny thing. That's before all the fancy grills and restaurants right. behind the trucks. Um, we had the refrigerator had a little bit of slick meat in it, which right. is like, you know, bologna or ham. Ham sandwich, yeah. and, uh, Wonder Bread. And, and you made your own. You didn't have your truck driver. Like, you, know, yeah. you, were, you were on your own. And we, honestly, if you came on the weekends, you had to pay your own license fees, like $25 to sign in. You know, we paid our own back then. So uh, okay. that's how it was. Coming short think. track every year with your pet yeah. yeah. Wow. So that's how you started. So anyone who out there listening and watching, you're like, well, you jumped right in the cup, but that was back in 91. 91. Yeah. So that was, that's gone. So those days are gone. Yeah. And, and even like, so when I was ASA racing and we were sponsored by Miller, I used to say I worked for beer. <laughs> you know right. what I mean? Because 
there was there was always ten cases of Miller. Right. And you got some beer when you were done. Sure. You know, you maybe got a hamburger or right. something, but you, you it wasn't. Right. You know, you're you were working during the week. Yeah. You know, you, that was your pay. That's all right. So that uh, that Daytona 500 that we won with Davey, um, that was my first year full time. And I didn't realize, I thought I knew the hours you worked in racing, <laughs> but literally you show up at 6.37 and Doug and I would stay till 9, 30, 10 o'clock at night. We would stay until the police officers came to shut the dinos down at night. Because you guys were in a neighborhood. Downtown. So yeah, they, yeah. They're, they're right off the freeway. And then there was yeah. fencing, like serious fencing yeah, to keep, the, not keep, <laughs> keep people in. Dude, keep, <laughs> well, I kept them in. Too. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. But uh, we showed up that day on a 500 and if you look at any of the victory lane pictures, we are the pastiest white like no suntan but the blackest <laughs> eyes but the biggest smile but we were like uh, we were zombies but we were uh, we were all in all in if you go to our um, Facebook page when I we promoted that Jeff was going to be on I added a bunch of pictures just for the show Jeff uh, through the years and stuff he's done so it's uh, pretty amazing the who's who that you've worked with so give us a Davy story that you uh, one that sticks out your time with him man there, there's a bunch of them the, the best part about him that, that was back before I'd say racing got really, you know, superstar big. And just the amount of time he'd spend with you. Um, Robert and Carolyn would always host a Christmas party. And we'd literally have it in the garage of their house. It wasn't a big fancy deal, but Davey would always be there. Uh, had like the ugly Christmas sweater contest kind of thing. <laughs> and just the way he would show up and shake everybody's hands and, and take care of the people. That's the best thing about him. And uh, man, one of the toughest guys, you know, he wasn't yeah. the biggest guy, yeah. but I'm telling you, from heart and determination, one of the toughest guys, those wrecks he took that year, the, the all-star race, yeah. you know, yeah. man, Pocono, the Pocono um, I remember everybody went to see him at the hospital, and he was so swollen right afterwards, um, and then he showed up at the track next week, and his eyes, there was no white, and remember the yeah, they were all red and black and blue, and he oh. did the press conference, he was going to take these yeah, off, they, and they, yeah. he took them off, and it was like, holy crap, oh, yeah. it, it, he raced, scared you, it scared yeah. you looking at it, but he was tough, and uh, you know, the only thing we missed there was a championship with him. Yeah. Wish, you know, when you have people that pass and you lose sure. them. Right. You wish you could have, you know, gone out on a high note, but he and, was and that way every day. How great, how great he was, he was becoming and, and was going to be. Yes. You know, you think if that guy could have raced another mm -hmm. 10 years, sure. what he might have done. I don't think, you know, him and Ernie Irvin would have stayed healthy. I don't think there would have been a lot of championships right. that worked. That's yeah, there, there's a few of them we can talk, like <clears throat> Alan, you know, I think Cooke yeah, was in that, yeah, yeah. and then that same class, oh, sure, you yeah, know. Yeah. Competing the way. Yeah. yeah. Oh, the biggest race in 92, that championship. Right. Oh, it was tight down there yeah. with Atlanta. I think yeah. the, the best thing with Davey, and I saw this, and I think everybody saw it, but, um, you know, at Martinsville, um, second race, man, when he sat there at the fence and, I mean, literally signed autographs almost dark, like almost 930 <laughs> right. at night. Yeah. And to the last fan who asked for an autograph. And when you saw that kind of dedication right. to his fans, and that, that just showed you his character, his heart. Right. Well, his his dad was taught by a guy named Crash Armstrong, hey, kid, every every request for an autograph is a compliment. And he passed that down to Davey. Davey, you know, carried that on like, you know, like Bobby did. So you go through those years, and then we lose him, and then Ernie steps in. Yeah. What was that transition like for you guys? I mean, it, it had to be, I mean, your heart's here, but your brain now has to be here. Yeah, one of the toughest days was uh, that Pocono race we didn't go to, and uh, mm -hmm. you watched on TV, yeah. and that, that just, you sink on those days. Right. But uh, getting back to the racetrack was the best medicine, I'd say. Mm -hmm. And then it was a little rough with Ernie. We tore some cars up. Right. Um, mm -hmm. 
banged some cars up, but once he set in and him and Larry McReynolds clicked, uh, man, it was so impressive. Um, as talented as Davey was, finesse, Ernie was just like uh, Tasmanian Devil. I mean, he would go in until something happened. Exactly. Yeah, right. he, he'd always tell you, he said, well, I'm going to go in the corner until something happens. And it means until it breaks loose, and then I know that's my limit, and then right. I try and fix it from there. And he would drive every racetrack that hard and uh, fit well with the team. Everybody clicked and then started clicking off wins. And I think even the year he got hurt, he led the laps, and that was one of the tire war years. Mm -hmm. Yeah, with, with the Hoosiers. Hoosiers. Yeah. yeah. I think right up until the end, Jeff Bodine finally passed him with uh, laps led, but he led majority of the season up till. I mean, he was even in the car for half the season as he was right. hurt, and he still led most laps led till I think, three or four races in the season. That just showed you how Did he you was guys ever gritty. put the Hoosiers on? Uh, Bodine was on the Hoosiers, I remember. We never went to Hoosier. We were, okay. Robert was always one of the most loyal guys in the yeah. garage. He, even if it was a, a fault in it, he would help people figure out the problem and, and make yeah. it better. But he was dedicated to Goodyear, and we always stayed on the Goodyear tire. Okay. So that was our, our deal. Speaking of Robert, what's a Hall of Famer? What's one of the biggest things you learned from him? Man, never give up. Okay. Um, always be prepared. I mean, it's kind of a Boy Scout motto, yeah. Yeah. but uh, he, he was just that. And... Uh, the, the never give up is not just grit and determination, it, it's thinking. Keep your mind working, figure it out. Because uh, he was always in there tinkering and you could see him with a problem. Great problem. Dutch is like, you guys take care of it, I'm going to jump in. So then you have Ernie. Uh, one of the best uh, memories with Ernie. Wow. A um, couple of them. I think the Charlotte race. Mm -hmm. This is a really cool story. So. One of the kids in Doug's neighborhood when he was in elementary school um, was a police officer. And there was a bad situation one night in Charlotte where two officers were, were shot and killed in the line of duty. And uh, Ernie and Robert said, well, whatever we win from today's race, we're going to all in give it to the Charlotte Police Department. Well, not only win the race, but we led all but three laps. The only three laps we didn't lead were the ones we came down pit road to pit. <laughs> where was that? Where was that? The Charlotte, the okay, sorry, sorry, okay. sorry. So I'm that was a great one. deal to win that race, dominate it. Yeah. Um, Bill Jr. was still with us at the time, and as we were rolling through Victor Lane and coming to the post race, he walked by and did this little snip thing. Right? Talking about Bill Franks Jr.? Bill Jr. said, hey, we're going to fix that spoiler on that car on Monday. And sure enough, the rule book comes out Monday and they took a quarter inch off the spoiler and so, the balance. So Bill Jr. got to go on that? Oh, what year was that? Man, that was... Uh, uh, was that 394? 94, probably. Okay. Yeah, that was uh, <clears throat> that was one of the first times I realized what, what that meant. <laughs> right. Well, so he just did that to the Fords only? The Fords. Okay. Like, oh, don't okay. stink up my show. Right. And back then, I think everybody remembered the politics were played at the Red Trailer, you know? Right, right. You'd have oh, all sure. the Chevrolet executives in there working on working, you know, yeah. Bill Jr. and Mike Hell. So they, they knocked some drag out of that thing that had all that big power, and right. we still won. So we, 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 <laughs> we had a good year, but that, that was one of the best memories. Ernie was very generous. Um, very determined, you know, he came from simple beginnings too, you know, right. I remember Vic Urban, his dad, yep. you know, coming out here from California, getting a chance in the car, the Delhart Chevrolet car, you know, to run a cup race, well, that's right. kind wow. of perpetuated him and went to the Kodak car, Right. and then um, when that thing kind of ran its course, and you see performance cycles, yep. crew chiefs and drivers and owners, it's like baseball or football, yeah. you, you run the course and then you got to make a change, right. um, he made a really good change with us, and, and Great friends even today. Good. So that's, uh, that's good. Jody Bernhardt says, I will say Jeff is the most amazing person I ever worked with. He is so talented. I'm so proud to call him a friend. 
Oh, like uh, Bolt from D. Yeah. Bull, yeah. yeah. Bull, okay, Bolt. Okay, and he's a very talented fabricator. He is. Yeah. One of the best. And a great guy. Yeah. yeah. Great family. Great guy. So then, Kenny Irwin enters the picture. He did. So yeah. that was that was a rash, wasn't he? Just, just here I am. We're going to go race. So you know, Jeff Gordon comes in from the open wheel world, sets the world on fire. Uh, Robert's looking for that same type of sensation. So is Ford. Um, Kenny Irwin came in through the truck series, you know, driving yep. an ultra truck, and uh, man, really talented. So Robert took a chance, signed him. We started out with uh, running some ARCA races, um, went to Daytona on the ARCA race. Um, mm -hmm. It's a great way to get your confidence, get the team, yep. listen to his feedback on the yep. car. Um, he had a, a, a tough start, you know, he was, he was filling big shoes, trying to get in that car. And um, he had some really good runs. I'll never forget Atlanta, um, that first rookie year. Sometimes it, he was really shining. Um, but he was still trying to adjust. He's still young. He still wanted to have fun. And I think. Next uh, question. Yeah. yeah. Oh, yeah. He was a lot of fun always training. Right. But he was also still driving sprint cars all the right. time and getting hurt. I mean, he took some serious spills. I mean, coming yeah. to the track, our track, with bruises down his shoulders. Yeah. Like, what are you doing in a car still? And he said, well, that's what I love to do. <laughs> Very soon after that, a lot of the team owners that were hiring sprint car guys started putting clauses yeah, in, hey, stop, stop that stuff season. during our season. Off-season, chili bowl, and get it, but not while you're on our on our clock and our guys are counting on you to run races. So did you guys, I, I heard a story, and you know, you always wonder if this stuff is, did you guys take him to, was it Richmond or Martinsville and do like a thousand, he had to, he yes. had to run like a thousand laps at a test. We did, we, we ran, <laughs> we ran like, like two races. It, it was like, Stupid amount of like, like yeah. just warm up. Like you're gonna learn this. <laughs> okay. It's like you know, it's like walking a dog until it goes to the bathroom. You know? Right. <laughs> so yes, Robert was determined that you know that was the toughest track on the course right. of the series. Was it to learn. Yeah, No, it was it was Martinsville. Martinsville. Okay. Jeez. And at that point, uh, Slugger Lavi had come on board to help. Mark Reno started with them, and just they weren't clicking, so we made a quick change to Slugger, <clears throat> and actually um, ran pretty good. Finally, the first Martinsville okay. was. We thought I had to spring out of the bucket. It was just lost. After running those laps, uh, went to the fall race, and man, he, I think he finished, I don't know, he looked back in the record books, but he finished respectable okay. the second race. And about the time he was really clicking, I think Texaco and Ford, they were wanting changes, and they were figuring, what do we do here, what's next? And so you saw more changes happen, and right. that's when he ended up going over to the Sabatis team. Yeah. <clears throat> Um, it was Bell, Bell South, Bell South right, whatever yeah. the car number. The real pretty rainbow car. Yeah, yeah. So um, that was that was uh, you know Kenny's run with us there, and that was about the time I also exited to go to work for oh, Penske. We have a caller. <laughs> so I actually went to work for Penske for a year right. in Rusty, and uh, we had a great year there. Um, won she answers five her. races. Went she to Japan. <laughs> so you went to all, yeah. the, all the Japan races. Yeah. So seven okay, four before, race. We, before we go on, I'm going to ask you about that, but. Give us an off-track story you can tell us about Kenny Irwin, because I know a lot of people said that kid was so much fun to hang out with. He was. He was a prankster. Yes, that's um, what I was getting. And it always depended. Like, he was getting comfortable with all the lake crowd. Um, always liked being around the lake. Um, and Ron Hornaday and those guys had great times on the lake with the house they had right there on, on mm -hmm. water. Yep. So I uh, won't get into too many details, but uh, Kenny could run real hard off the track and on the track. So, I had a beer with Hornaday too. To, oh, wow. I was on a Hall of Fame tour. Yeah. He said to say hey too. Yeah, but you'll um, never forget that smile of Kenny. Yeah, right. and, uh, and you know, as much as I had fun and wild side, he had a real good uh, Christian upbringing. He grew up in Lutheran Church and 
we, we clicked on all those things. I'm a Lutheran growing up too. So, you know, you knew he had his, his, uh, his, his like, life intact. Right. His mind was right. Yeah. He yeah. was just having fun. He was a kid uh, in, in a very fortunate situation, driving one of the hottest cars on the circuit right. and think like everybody, uh, fame, you know, things have fun with, enjoy right. it. He always kept it in perspective. Perspective Good. didn't get too far over his key tips, as we say. <laughs> and, uh, well, yeah. and just unfortunately, we lost him so yes. soon. Right, um, absolutely. Uh, Darnell says, uh, "Ken is out way too late at Kelly's Pub in Indy to make for qualifying." <laughs> Don't be shocked by that, Darnell. <laughs> well, I'm going to say, if you're in the Laker in Indy, if you're in Indy, you better hang on. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. 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 Um, He'd take a few of us out. Uh, Wahoo Samson is one of the best guys I know. I all this him, please tell him I said thanks, and bring back the burnout bike. Yeah. What's the burnout bike, Jeff? Well, we had a little side road for a while where right. I left racing full-time. I right. uh, was only on the weekends with the Budweiser team and actually got involved with uh, a motorcycle dealership with my brother and my right. dad. Um, great times to do that. We built a lot of really cool custom Harleys, and one was a, looked like a pro-stock drag bike, but it had a cup tire on the back of it, a single-sided swing arm, we, we'd do burnouts with a NASCAR tire. Nice. We would do pit stops, change the tire, uh-huh. and then put the final tire on and stay in the burnout till we blew the tire. And we'd go to bike rallies. We'd be at Daytona Bike yeah. Week. Sure. Sturgis yeah. was, you just can't imagine. Like, we'd be on stage before Velvet Revolver or before right. Guns N' Roses. Oh, really? We'd be on the stage doing the burnout. We took Dell Jr. one year. And then Kenny Burstein. I'm sure you had a terrible time. <laughs> yeah, we had, it was a lot of fun. Kid Rock, we were, we were having a good, yeah. good weekend there. And uh, we did Toby Keith's concert and then yeah. Kid Rock's concert. They were back to back and all their motorhomes. Wasn't quite like the driver motor lot. This is out in Sturgis, uh-huh. Wild yeah. West, so to yeah, say. Yeah, just park wherever. But uh, we had a lot of fun. Uh, we built a custom bike for Kenny Burstein's son, Brandon, mm-hmm. who top fuel racer, good friend of ours. The Budweiser mm-hmm. relationship and uh, Dale Jr. came out to help us present it to Brandon. That's good. So it's pretty cool. Pretty cool. All right, so we go from that. Speaking of Dale Jr., oh, Aaron Rodgers. Aaron Brown. Aaron Rodgers. Aaron Brown, sorry. Got your hopes there. Big time. Uh, the garage shop said, he says, burnout bikes. We're going to have, he's the king of snarky. We're gonna, we actually should do a show from his place, all the cool stuff he's we got should. going. All the, the Bonneville stuff. He's got a mean dog, though. He's got to put it up or something. Okay, we don't just make Or muzzle on it. Um, we do, we do uh, Aaron's engines as well. Oh, you do? For oh, the, the, oh, yeah, that's it. Yeah. yeah. Uh, Jennifer and Joe Cobb went 223 miles on a cup car right, on the Arkansas mile mm-hmm. last week, so that's pretty cool he did that. Yeah. Uh, William Francis says, saw Jim, Jeff in Myrtle Beach for Bike Week. Bike was cool. Um, just sharing around there. Uh, if you folks have any questions, chime in here. Uh, this is This is your... It's audience participation, right. not just drinking beer at home with us. We'd like you to ask questions of. Yeah, that's uh, my job, drink the beer. And he does a damn good job of it, doesn't <laughs> he? And um, so, you, any questions or comments for Jeff? Uh, chime in. That's what we're here for. All right. So then you go. Now you end up at a Chevrolet team. Oh yes. You're Ford all those years. Yes. And sir. now you go Chevrolet. So I told you I was at Penske for about a year. Right. Ended up back at Yates. Right. Go to Daytona. Bernard comes walking out in the garage, does that thing, and puts yeah. his arm around mm-hmm. Dale Sr. No, this guy here. And he goes, what are you doing back in this jersey? And I said, going back home was where I feel comfortable. Didn't really fit in with the Penske thing right now. Just a lot going on. I, I like this program here, back home. And uh, he made a comment. He said, it's kind of like girlfriend in high school. You can go back, but it's not going to be working out. You, when this blows up, you call me. And sure oh, enough, Doug and I were young and real head and strong. Sure. We started butting heads at Daytona. I actually leave right after the Daytona 500. I'm out. My phone rings at home Monday morning, 
And he said, I told you I was going to blow up. And I'm like, who is this? And he's back at the phone on the wall, like a house phone. Right. And so he said, get your pay stuff. Wait, wait, did you hang up on him? No. Oh, well, wait, 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 almost everybody, Steve Park hung up on him, Johnny Benson hung up on him, Mike Waltz. Yeah, they, 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 they were drivers. I was a job. He's like, I don't care who you are. Where, where, where should I meet you? So he said, you sound like Dale Earnhardt. Yeah, so it's the funny part. You're out of your car. He goes, come on up, let's talk about opportunities. Wait, where did you bring your pay stuff? He said, bring your pay stuff. I'm you like, what? Oh. So I get up there and I said, we're talking. He said, don't be worried about the Chevrolet. It's just eight cylinders. You know, valves, they'll go up and down. <laughs> just different fire and order. He yeah. said, we want you. We like your personality. like how hard you work. We watch you. Pay attention. Right. You're going to fit in great. You're going to work with Steve Park. Okay. Get you started. Learn our system here. And then in about a year, we're going to bring Dale Jr. And we're going to have him okay. in the car. Got it. And this is before he even got in the Bush car. And right. we're so like, you were right. there prepping for that. Right. For the arrival. Right. That's yeah, you must have got there in 97? 96. In 96. 96. Okay. Yeah. So, uh, so long story short, um, he took us out. He and I got in the pickup truck, drove all over the property. He's telling me, well, we're going to build this here. We're going to build that there. The only thing at the time was the center section, oh, which is like garage the main Mahal. garage right. hall. Right. The fab um, shop wasn't there. Fab shop, all the new buildings. The building behind it, yeah. So we drove around, drove down by the house, by the pond, and then came back up by the chicken farm shop. Which right. was the you know the time was bush shop I think. Uh, what time of year was that? Was it summer? It was in the summer. No 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 no. This is February March. Oh, okay. Early early. Because you go by that chicken wow. <laughs> the flies and everything. Jeez. The smell. Oh, so right. Yeah. Had Jeff Green in the car at the time. Okay, John. Uh, yeah. Hornaday was in the truck. Right. And Park had just signed to come on. AC Delta. It was a year. It was actually Murray got hurt the first year. Yes. In yep. yes. So this is his comeback year. Yeah, right. he made yeah. like two races and then he broke his leg. Yeah. Atlanta. And then Daryl Waltrip got in a car. Yeah. And then the next yeah, year, then Steve got in it. Yeah. So, so question. So you're like you, you grew up around the area, so you know it's not like like we come from Buffalo and Wisconsin. Buffalo, so, Wisconsin. No, Buffalo from, and Wisconsin. I come from Milwaukee. Milwaukee. Sorry, Milwaukee. <laughs> it's all big one thing. Um, but see, well, you could say New York. In, in Wisconsin, Wisconsin, everybody's a Packers fan. In New York, not everybody's a Bills fan. Um, so they're riding about Dale Earnhardt. That had to be like, what am I doing here? Moment. Like you're just kind of like, okay. Yeah. Yeah. It was. Uh, it was. I don't know. Like I go back to those times when you're on the road and the road crew traveling. Mm-hmm. The road crew, when you show up early, you know, everybody's, you know, when you unload the trucks, if there's a door stuck, everybody tries to help. Yeah. There's a lot of camaraderie. Right. When the race started, when the green flags dropped, man, that's when you're game on. But right. everybody really worked together. If we wanted to go hang out somewhere, sometimes Dale would invite us to go over and hang out with them. Okay. They Talladega, they go hunting. Uh, the Gibbs brothers and their yes. deal and yes. party. Yep. We used to go do things like that. You could do a lot more before phones had uh, cameras on them and cell phones yeah. and it changed everybody's life because, you know, yeah. what was just a good time sure. may have been perceived differently in today's time as being politically correct. That was fun. That was like, oh, you sure but, uh, but, but your point, yeah, it was pretty yeah. intimidating or just, man, I was in awe riding around. I'm thinking, this guy's a race car driver and this guy, you're starting to see the business side of him, mm-hmm. why these guys work so hard up here because yeah. they mm-hmm. love working for him. He's on the floor every day with yep. everybody. Well, you, you, know, you knew he was... You knew those boots yeah, walking was, the hallways. You knew yeah. where he was. Right. See, I started there at the beginning of all three, so you know, right. I, I didn't part of it. You guys had that opportunity. But, you know, I heard enough stories to be like, oh, okay, interesting, uh, awesome. So you do that. So now Dale Jr.'s, you know, you work with those guys, and then Dale Jr., they put him in a car and you started working with him in the. Well, he won with Bush? Steve Park and I yeah. at, at Watkins Glen. <laughs> yes. 
Yeah. I'm sorry. I'm sorry. I missed one of Warren's wins. I'm sorry. I called it. In a minute, Martinsville clock's going to go off. It's another one of his wins. Yeah. yeah. I just, you know. I know. Hey, I, I remember the He's Windsor. a special guy. He Great is. friend to all of us. Yeah. Worked hard, hard, man. He worked so hard. And honestly, he invested a lot of time in the front end of BEI when the cars weren't really as good as they have gotten mm-hmm. over the years. Yeah. Um, so he spent a lot of his talent helping DEI perfect their cars. Right. And so I think that was his big investment. And he had gotten hurt right. severely in one of their cars. And thank you for the safety that we had in them. But right. um, his recovery, the win at Rockingham, yeah. man, incredible on, on the you know comeback after Dale had passed at Daytona. So, you know, big, big special place in our hearts was Steve Park. Yeah, that was good. I remember that. You guys were all up on the wall with the... the Pennants, the yep. three pennants, oh, yeah. and we all got, I still have that hat, and the hat, the yes. swirl on the three, they hand them up, I think I want those two, I mean, it was just touching, it was just perfect. So, um, you're an engine tuner, and I know you and Richie Gilmore have a, a good rapport, mm-hmm. Richie's a, a ECR guy, yep. and, and did you, were you able to bring stuff to the table for him from, from Yates, from, from Ford? Yeah, I think the the biggest thing, you know, back in the day, crew chiefs would leave and they have a notebook, right? Right. Engine guys, they either have like a camshaft in their head or, you know, certain piston designs. Right. So you don't bring a notebook, but you have... You, you, you know it. You, you, yeah, you it's some, in your head. Kind of like an aero fab guy. Like yeah. You, you know, like you're, right. you're moving air on the car, we're right. moving air through the engine, right? Exactly. Um, the biggest thing I think I brought, Robert was phenomenal with carburetors. Okay. And um, not that I brought um, any secrets over across the table, but... Just the approach to carburetors. And your knowledge of, of working with How them. they should function. Yeah. And I saw things on our power curve that we changed um, in our in our carburetors and really helped the mid to top end, helped fuel economy. Um, it was thing I thought I was contributing. Matter of fact, a good story. Um, we had a really good road course set up and uh, Earnhardt's at Sonoma bouncing over the curbs and stumbling, stumbling, can't get to stumble out. Well, he came to Steve and said, man, is your car stumbling through? He said, no, man, this is the first time they've never stumbled. Earnhardt sends Dan Lawrence down to our truck to get a carburetor. And he said, I need a carburetor. I said, I'm not getting you anything. <laughs> Dale Sr. comes down in his driver's suit. He said, what part didn't you understand? I said, I And I said, you don't race on this team. He said, do you like working on this race? <laughs> he, wasn't, he wasn't laughing no, when he said No, it. so I opened the door and I said, I said which one? And he took it down Here's there. this nice two barrel. Yeah. So, uh, so they, and, and you know, that's tough. Cause, well, you know, you're, friend, you're racing against him. Racing against him, but also his guys are working hard to fix right. the problem. Yeah, I get it. Yeah. But that was also, we we're in our infancy stages. Sure. There was almost a race where we pulled, we we're going to pull an engine out and put a children's engine in because we didn't think our engines were running right. Right. And, um, it, it, we worked through it. It was our car. We had really tight. Uh, you could have put two engines in the car that day. We wouldn't have fixed it as short. Right. Okay, right. But uh, anyways, we learned a lot. Everybody had thick skin back then. And Dale Zinn just drove drove it home with all of us. Hey, right. you're not here for the short term. We're here for the long term. Right. We're building something. I, I went through that with uh, Cowles between ECR and RCR. Right. Mm-hmm. Uh, or DEI, DEI, yeah. DEI and RCR, right. and I was doing some stuff with some calls when we had carburetors, yes. and you could make it, you could make a difference, well, and and it got big. But yeah. that's a whole other story. Yeah, that's good. Those are good stories. Well, yeah. Talking about making things big. Um, What's D, up, Frank? DEI's aero department made the engines look good. So 
coming from an engine house, Yates all about engines, right? And right. they would always make the car run better, just put more engine, more power. <laughs> the guys at DEI, when the whole RAD program was in its heyday, um, they built some cars that I think the one time when we lost the left front quarter panel, they told us still running third yep. panel yeah. people. It showed how good the whole car was. <laughs> yeah. um, and everybody thought we had, they must have 500 horsepower. And NASCAR gave them a special plate. Special you know, plate, yeah. The whole yeah. car, these guys built great cars, uh, made the engine guys job really good. That I, I think, I'll say it like this. Whenever you're running good, because we always, you know, and as an aero guy right. and as an engine guy, we just compliment each other. Right. You know what I mean? Everybody's like, everybody's happy. You know what I mean? Right. It's like, wow, them motors are really, you know, <laughs> big power and the engines are good. And they're saying, God, them guys finally got their arrow right. You know what I mean? So it's, it's like whenever you're running good, it, it, it just, it, yeah. it's a compliment. For, well, for it got to a point when we put the car in line for a play race, we'd go get ready to start tear down. And everybody's like, oh, you guys are pretty cocky. Like, no, we just, we know we're going to be there. <laughs> and, and we can, little, little boy, yeah. we'd be there. So sure. I think there's a three-year stretch. We won every plate race yeah. except for the July race, uh, fuel mileage, which right. we had to pit. And we drove back around up to, like, what, six? Yeah, I think, didn't Biffle win it or something? Uh, Reagan. So, right. Okay. They Reagan okay. won it. And the, the Doug rose that one and he said, yeah, we broke the streak. <laughs> so I took it that a little bit. So, so, like, oh, so let's go back to DI real quick, because those, those years, like, 2001, let's say, one, two, so I'm two say three, four, five, six. It was like 2000. Yeah, true. Beyond, because yeah. it was phenomenal. Like, you just show and go, okay, we're going to win here. And you just expected it, you know? And it was and the, what you guys did in the car. Where was it? Um, Talladega. They lost the front. Popper it around. Him and Steve, Dale Jr. and Steve Park raced yeah. each other around. And next thing you know, Dale Jr. goes to victory lane. And you're like, how did that happen? So uh, the story I wanted to bring up, and I can't remember when it was, but when the fans threw all the beer cans, and I mean, the fans just went wild. Yeah. Something happened. We got the race taken away from us, and the fans at Talladega just went crazy. Right. Or we won and they went crazy. I can't remember. Yeah. But the beer cans, you know, I, I was, I'm talking about angry fans from right. the, from yeah. the yes. below the yellow line okay. thing. Whatever happened, the fan there was beer. I mean, you... <laughs> It was like, wow, we there were two of those. Was kill you. Yeah. And then there was July night race where it 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 was insane how much trash was on the track. They were furious about uh, and that, was that the one Jeff Gordon won? Yes. No, oh, I remember now. Yeah, it was like bombarding them from Oh, they're throwing full cans of beer, full coke cans. <laughs> I mean, they were throwing types of cans of yeah. coke cans. You know you're pissed off when you waste a full beer. <laughs> yeah. Especially those prices. Yeah. Whatever it was oh, and I don't even remember what yeah. what those were about uh, Frank Mathalia's on. He said, "Finally, have a real motor man on." Referring to you. Oh wow. Um, James Bender says, uh, "Just smashed down the call to go faster." From a tire guy. That's great. Uh, Warren, we did a lot. And Frank says, "Warren, we did some call testing a lot in we, the desert." We did. Yeah. 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 In Mesa. So okay, let's let's fast forward to now. All right. So Dale Junior's early years, like you. So you have experience in what you've done in your. Now trying to help him, you know, oh, yes. go from his late models to Xfinity and then Cup. So right. there had to be some trying times there. There were. Yeah. Um, and again, his younger days, he was a lot of fun. Yeah. Um, he was the sport. I mean, we all remember those mm -hmm. days well. Um, he lived right across the street from the shop yeah. and would have a lot of parties. Club E. Club E, the yeah. basement, that <laughs> turned into like the pool hall, right. uh, the upscale pool hall. Yeah. So uh, anytime there was a win, 
Um, one of my most memorable wins was the Dover win right after 9 one Yes, I remember that too. And they had a very large party. <clears throat> and uh, it was, man, it was a just off the charts crowd. Okay. Didn't want to leave, so I stayed in the shop out back. Okay, yeah. The big sh the shop was almost as big as the house. house. Yeah. I crashed on a couch. Yeah. And all I hear is this car door slam, and it's about 5 o'clock in the morning. Sun was almost getting ready to come out, and I heard those boots. And I'm like, oh crap. He went in the house to figure out who was there. I got in my truck, went across the street into the gym where they did the workout for the pit crew. Got a, like a 911 shower, <laughs> zip in. I mentioned early, early in my station. Right. He was already in my station, arms crossed, leaning on the bench, just looking at me. Yeah. Dale Senior. Right. And he goes, hey, he said, when I went across the street a while ago, there's this pickup truck in the driveway. When I came out, it was gone. And it's over here now. He said, you want to tell me something? I said, I said, I'm not going to say a thing. He said, well, hey, we brought you here to help string some of this out and not be a part of it. <laughs> And I'm like, he said, but that was a pretty damn good win. Yeah, like, yes, he knows. Sir, yes, he sir. knows. So, yeah, it's fun. So it was, um, you know, he he treated you like family, like right. you were a son. Mm -hmm. uh, and that was the similarity with Dale Sr. and Robert Yates. They both treated their people, their employees, like family. And they expected everything you had, right. and just as they right. gave it. And then they took care of you, complimented you, right. and, and rewarded you properly. Yeah. So, and so you carried, you carried that on because now you're a mentor now. So fast forward to today with Rail Sheets. Is it performance? Yes. Rail Sheets Engines. So right? Rail Sheets Engines. Ford Performance. Ford Performance. So you went, when did you start back there? So 09 uh, was my last year mm -hmm. over the wall. Okay. Um, was actually with Joey Logano, rookie year at um, Egg Joe Gibbs. Okay. Uh, that was really neat experience with Joey. We talked about it from his rookie year at Daytona 500 where he by 20 laps in fenced the car <laughs> and was scared to death with the media was coming for him for the interview. And we're like, hey, take a breath, go out there and face it. Right. And then <clears> too <throat> many years later, he wins the Daytona 500 right. and this whole you know resurrection of his career at Penske. So real proud of him for what he's accomplished and turned things around. But um, but to your question there, it was um, uh, the role there at Roush Yates was there Doug and I used to butt heads a lot when we were working on engines. Right. And he said, listen, he said, I want somebody to get involved with the business side. I want to still do what I do. And he okay. said, if you can help us, we've got a part store we're wanting to get involved with. We need some help because you know the racetrack, you know the relationships. Yeah. We're going to get our contracts really organized with you and have you manage our contracts with our teams. And, right. and that's my number one role. Okay. Um, that's, you know, the engine lease program, you have contracts. Right. Yes. And so that's what my role was because I knew most of the car owners right. and it was easy to go navigate and talk yeah. to them and what do you need, what do you want, and it was what we need and the whole negotiation part. Yeah. Um, so handled that, uh, still handle that to an extent. And then um, we've gotten into two other real big areas. One, manufacturing. So everybody had CNC machines. Robert Yates was one of the first ones to do it. He was the first one to do it with the cylinder head he brought out, the Yates head yeah. from Ford. And that evolved into many more machines. And then a lot of the teams put together programs and sponsor deals to get yeah. machines to make parts for their cars. Yeah. Because we wanted to make Kuma, everything. Weather, Akuma, Cincinnati. Yeah. Okay, right. So um, the interesting thing, Gene Haas came to Robert Yates way before he ever did the Hendrick thing. And he said, hey, I want, I want you to do a program with this, this, yeah. this machine. And, Robert didn't know how it worked and he didn't understand trading machines for engines. And he said, no, I'm just going to build my engines and you can be a customer. <laughs> and then, and Gene ended up going to Rick's program and put all his machines in there. Very, like, ah, real, yeah. real jealous right. all his nice <laughs> machines. Yeah. But, um, 
you know, it just kept evolving to where now we have a lot of military contracts. Okay. We do a lot of stuff with General Dynamics, uh, Lockheed Martin. We're getting into medical programs. Um, building a, another division to where as racing has gotten more and more condensed and solid, yeah. we've seen. Uh, keep our guys working. Our okay. guys and girls are always going to be jobs and <clears throat> dedicated people. You know, if they're hardworking, we're going to have a place for them. So, yeah. you know, on, on that note, you know, when I got the DEI in 90, we, we had Cincinnati already. Mm-hmm. Right. Oh, you know, yeah. So, I don't really. know. That's kind of a, 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 a trendsetter there. You know, yes. did Robert already have someone or not, not yet? He didn't have a relationship. Robert wanted the freedom to buy what he wanted okay. because different mm-hmm. machines are better. Yes, certain types, absolutely. So, um, but, but Dale Sr. was really... He, he was definitely a trendsetter on that. Yeah. So he put the Cincinnati together. They yeah. had what six, seven machines. At, yep. It, made it, all it, the parts. It, it was maybe sixty by forty that machine shop, yeah. but they had some pretty fancy for the for the, the day. Time, yeah. So people yeah. that don't know, real quick, explain to them how the CNC machine computer numerically controlled. Is that what that's for? Good. <laughs> um, explain real quick what they do, so people, some people don't know. So so. You know, he probably do a better job. I'll do the layman's job. Yeah. So this is a, a mill, a lathe, all into one, and you put a block of aluminum or right. steel in it, and it can do all this different machine right. yeah. work yeah. Mm-hmm. as the piece either spins or stays still, or the part or the the tool spins. Right. Yeah. Um, and and it'll it'll do cylinder heads. It'll do yeah. engine blocks, candles, holders. Um, what? Yeah. Yeah, don't make a... <laughs> Robert Yates, when we buy a nice piece of equipment, he said, if I see you guys making key tags or key tags, <laughs> I'll sell everything. But, so, but like Warren said, you know, you think of the traditional shop with a lathe or a Bridgeport mill. Right. These machines are like large cabinets that have everything inside of it. It's all automated. Yeah. It's all electronic controlled. You, you program it to where it makes all the machine moves by itself. Right. And it's all automated to where you can really... Replicate parts, right. cylinder heads, you can make them exactly the same, one after the other. Versus versus so if, hand you, if you make a hundred of them, every hundred comes out exactly the same. Right. Yeah. They, when I first the tolerances them, are unbelievable. When right. I just got the DEI, I used to just to be amazed by these machines and all mm-hmm. the tools, and it would just pick up and bring them mm-hmm. at um, RCR, the Akuma machines. It was like, I don't know, I just thought it was just the coolest thing in the world that you know they could do that. Yeah. Um, Scott Daniels, Clark is one of the best people I've ever worked with. I enjoyed running gas when he was the gas man on the A car. Yeah, great, buddy. great guy right there. Yes. Um, okay, so now, so you and you said you and um, Doug. Doug. Doug Yates, and then all of a sudden you said, "Hey, look, we're older and more mature now." Oh yeah, when okay. we were twenty-five to twenty-eight, we knew everything. Just asked. Sure. Oh yeah. <laughs> and, and so I come from a family business. My right. mom and dad's insurance company, yeah. and and I wasn't gonna pry or make a mess there at the Robert Yates Racing thing. Plus, Doug was doing a phenomenal job um, of what he was organizing, structuring there back then, laying the groundwork for what he's built today. So um, I wanted to race. I wanted to be on the race team side of it. So I exited and went to DEI and Mm -hmm. had a great run there. And I think through the wins and the success there, I think I earned a lot more respect back from Doug. Growing up, you did it on your own. He was kind of like the big brother, and I was always along under his wing. When I finally stepped out and did that, I think I earned a lot of credibility with him. Good. And then many years later, he wanted someone to come back on the business side and, and be the glue, so to say, in that, so he could right. stay focused on the engines. And that's where we've been ever since. Did you start your short track program, or did you kind of get away from there a little bit? No, so we did the grassroots engines yep. for a while, yeah. and that's what led to the driver development. So okay, we talked about it. that a little bit, your guest last week. So Yeah. So we got into uh, grassroots engines about the time... Um, the truck programs really reduced mm-hmm. and 
factory support everywhere, Chevy, Ford, yeah. Toyota, they're all cutting the money there, putting them more in Xfinity. We went from like 21 truck team programs to like five. Yeah. So we had a lot of guys we need to keep working. Right. So we went after uh, dirt late model, sprint car, okay. off-road truck. We were building about a hundred different types of engines. Okay. Wow. And sure. we were building about a thousand of them a year. Kept you busy. We kept us busy. Sure. And we turned a lot of money, but we realized that we were making a profit. Oh, <laughs> so, yeah. Yeah. Oh, by the way. So, yeah. <laughs> Doing that much with, yeah, yes. too much, too much difference. So it's good to have an account. So, yes, yeah. and that's Marianne Baldwin I talked about. Yeah, She's right. our chief operating officer right. who keeps us organized. So it's good someone to go, uh, guys, this looks cool, but bottom line is this is not very cool. Yeah. The, the cool part is we won, I think, 18 championships in, in three years. Right. Um, um, we did a really neat deal with um, with Stenhouse and um, his sprint car program and won, like, in the 360 series, mm -hmm. won, like, three championships in a row. Wow. So that was a really neat deal there. Yeah. And then, um, then off-road truck, we did a lot of really neat things there, putting NASCAR, you know, cupped engine technology oh, into these engines. Which had to be huge for them. So, so can I ask you this? And you can just give it quick. You know, one of my biggest things is that the 550 package that we have doesn't, doesn't, doesn't take off, right. you know, with, because of that, that tapered spacer. And my question to you is, is like, couldn't you guys build a 550 horsepower engine that has better throttle response so we're not all balled up on these restarts oh, yeah. and and you know wouldn't that to me that would be uh would be better for the sport than to have all these you know we, we have these tapered spacer and restrictor plate starts that if someone doesn't get going they get ran over and there's oh, yeah. then you kill 20 cars yeah, yeah. and you know i i get that nascar wants to keep everybody closer tighter don't want anybody running away but you know with to me you gotta have some throttle response i agree so i think that you the, know the solution we have right now was a quick one to get us instantly to a power level we thought was safer for the drivers and the cars and right track so yeah the throttle response is not there interestingly enough um even as early as the early 90s robert yates would go to nascar and said you know if we went to like a five liter engine 300 cubic inches. Yeah. That's more what we need to get back to the side-by-side -side racing. So these guys are like flying airplanes right now. Yeah, right. And that became the comment more and more later in time when they really were flying cars, go off in the corner. Yeah, absolutely. To set it arrow-wise, not what they felt mechanically in their butt or in their steering right. wheel, yeah. but what they felt in the arrow. So um, there would be a way to do that. We I mean, you do it with displacement. You're going to do it with displacement and or, you know, uh, compression, right? Compression, yeah. That, that's one way to get it back. But there's a lot of rules in place now that we're sure. doing best we can with what we have. Right. right we got three minutes left. Uh, tell us about your kids, your family. Sure. So, uh, I was married with Shauna Robinson. That's right. We have yeah. two beautiful children. Uh, Tanner Clark, who's uh, cancer-free and healthy these yeah, days. Nice. Uh, How old? He is 24. Just turned 24. He has Good. the same birthday as Dale Sr. So, uh, is he he's seven and a half with tall? April 30th? Yeah, so he is about 6'4". Um, <laughs> Shocking. He's not as, like, stout as I am, but uh, right. a lot of that was uh, hampered what he was going through his chemo. Right, right, right. But he's putting his weight back on, he's yeah. healthy, he's doing great. People didn't throw oil dry on the ground. No, he's <laughs> right. not. So, one thing about him that's very interesting is, is we talk about eSports. Yeah. Um, he is a world-ranked eSports player with uh, Call of Duty. Oh, wow. So, really uh, nice. 
been, it's been um, I several to, professional I, I, teams. I, I, you, this you, got, you, got, you got two of them close <laughs> by here. <laughs> so we've been real proud of him. He, you know, we used to not understand esports or right. games. We thought kid go yeah. get it's your books out. Time. Tired, it's really really out yeah. well, one year he came home and he broke like six figures earnings. <laughs> And while he was homesick going through really? his schema, oh yeah, we're like, okay, maybe you have something. Yeah. <laughs> you say six figures, but here's your rent. Stop yeah. watching TV. <laughs> no. Go back to your game. Go back to your game. So, and that was his, outside. His, that was his release okay. get away from all the chemo and stuff. And it, it put him back in the gaming world and he's good. really in a good place with that. Good. Good. Um, our daughter, Samantha, um, she actually works with us now. Oh, really? So Call she. She is 22, 23, okay. just turned 23 in July. So, uh, um, started out um, covering for someone who's on maternity leave mm -hmm. and was there about three to six months and earned a position in our, um, our production management okay. for the machine shop. Very nice. So, yeah. she's helped routing uh, jobs to different machines now. So, well, kind of like perfect. a service rider to dealership. Okay, yeah. She's perfect. helping us route uh, projects yeah. and, and Really nice work. So I'm happy and proud of her. You should. You, you know, when when I seen you back in the garage because after your motorcycle tender thing and you came back. Yeah. I was I wasn't surprised first to see you with sure. with Doug. Yeah. And uh, when we talked and you told me that you were doing, I was like, that's a perfect guy. He knows everybody here. He's buddies with everybody here. Right. Everybody likes him. Right. So, you know, it, it's like uh, it was a good deal. It, it was yeah. it was just good well, because. It was great, and and to get that opportunity with Doug to go back right. and work with my childhood best friend, and, yeah. and put all our stuff behind us. But um, it was also pretty intimidating. Just we talked about Dale Senior being intimidating. One of the first projects we took on was onboarding Penske. Oh, okay. And oh, so okay. meeting with uh, your bosses, with Roger, uh, yeah. Mr. Yeah. Mr. Penske and uh, Mr. Tim Sindri. But he already knew you. He knew me, and we had a great rapport yeah. starting out. And uh, he um, he's another one of those icons that you very yes that you all when you're with them yeah you get goosebumps when you sit down yeah. when he says hi to you but, you know yeah, every time he seems like hey come here <laughs> um, by the way uh, no wings tonight the reason why is Jeff is has a allergic to poultry so I respect for him we do new wings tonight so that's why uh, Waldy McCarty says so I miss one week and you turn on the David Letterman NASCAR and have big time guests like Jeff Clark. <laughs> <laughs> Seriously, one of the all-time good guys in the industry who I was blessed to meet while I worked in the engine shop at Team Pesky. So, all right, man, we're at, the, we're at the top of the hour here, man. I want to thank you very yeah. much. Oh man, great awesome story. Insight. Good great great insight. I love you guys. And um, don't forget, uh, check out PubTableRacers.com. There's a new story up there. Uh, it's our website, and we're on Spotify, YouTube, Instagram. What else? Google, Google, TikTok. Um, we got it all out there. And by the way, if you want some cool merchandise. Go to the website, it's there. Like Warren said, we need the beer money. If we don't, it's just not for us, just sign up. Do you know takes after this product the Burt Reynolds movie? We don't have it. No, we don't have it. Because it's all live. It's all live. But anyhow, um, we appreciate it. Um, everyone says, great show. Thank you guys. Appreciate all of you for tuning in. Um, well, well, live from Honey Summer Loop Loop Studios. <laughs> it's Pop Table Racer. Cheers, Cheers. Cheers. Good night, Dick. Good night, Dick. Thanks, everybody. Wow, hey, another great show. Great Thank show. you so much, everybody, yep. for tuning in. We appreciate it. We do this every Tuesday night, and Warren, I think you're definitely bad. It's been fantastic. Phenomenal. And the people that are following us, we appreciate it. We're reaching 42,000 people a month. Can you believe that? And uh, we appreciate you watching. And, and uh, we're having fun. Hope everybody else enjoys it. That's it. And it's just a fun show. Bucket of beer. Nice to know I'm talking about it. So keep tuning in. We appreciate it. Check out our store and everything. But um, we appreciate the people. And uh, we 
we will see you next week, right, my friend? Yes, sir. All right, see you next week.